0: Unwinding loons, caulk like coffee, and the one hundred word story—it's all part of Kwame and Company. Boy, do we have a podcast planned for today?
1: Well, do you feel a little bit more pressure now that we've been actually promoting the podcast and people, like people might actually be listening?
0: No. I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, I always figured somebody was listening. Well, I, uh, I figured
1: somebody was, where, you know, but it just kind of feels like a little bit more pressure now because oh. people actually called. And responded and like they know where to find it so now you yeah. know that the, you know, i don't know
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to uh, do do some uh, analytics and see if it made a difference there huh well sure okay probably
1: take a little while to be able to tell that kind of thing but you Is know it,
0: i have no idea i don't know works. either
1: yeah. I, I can see the analytics but i don't yeah. know like if it if it's,
0: if it's gonna be immediate yeah i don't know I'll have okay. to check. Well, I'll be interested to see what we maybe after
1: go. we upload this one, I'll check.
0: Okay. This is podcast twenty-six, by the way. Oh. They said we'd never get past twenty five.
1: <laughs> You're kind of us stuck on the they said, aren't yeah, you? Yeah,
0: Really am. <laughs> they said, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> all right. They so, said
1: do a podcast. It'll be fun.
0: Right. That's what they said. That's, That's what actually they said. what they said. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you'll have a good time. No work at all. No. <laughs> Coming up today, we've got uh, more on literacy from Gospel for Asia. Okay, and uh, you know that's that's not an easy thing to bite off when you're saying, "Oh, we're we're going to work with the problem of literacy in the third world."
2: Mm.
0: Okay, you're going to. We have
1: literacy problems in the first world.
0: Well, yeah, and there, in some places, you not only have to uh, teach people to read and write, you have to get a language going right <laughs> i mean and, and a written uh,
1: language usually like that yeah that's usually not a thing
0: and then teachers and then mm-hmm. a place to teach Do it. people yeah. and uh-huh. uh it's not just a, oh let's work on literacy
1: yeah let's yeah. pull out the book yeah. let's pull out yeah what is yeah. the what is the old well, one jane
0: see the dick and jane dick and jane yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, let's give folks a pamphlet on literacy uh, that won't work. <laughs> they can't read it. You know, you know, pamphlets won't work. No. So that's coming up. Uh, dark vegetables, perspective, and procrastination. All kinds of things. What was
1: that second thing you said?
0: Dark vegetables.
1: Dark vegetables. You heard
0: of the dark web? Yes. This is just as bad.
2: Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> just as bad. Okay, I do have some bottom of the column news here. We were talking about this the other day, and I—I we didn't do it on the broadcast, but this is uh, titled The Easily Offended.
1: Okay. Not not appropriate for radio, but okay for the podcast? Is oh, no, you? I
0: just didn't get to it. Oh,
1: okay. okay. Uh,
0: this, uh, the, a resident of a town named Trail. Isn't that a unique name? T-R-A-I-L, Trail, huh. in British Columbia. Where do you live? Trail. Right on the road? No, it's a town named Trail. Right. Okay. Uh, somebody called the police on September 8th to complain about a man wearing camouflage pants. Which he believed to be a violation of some rule.
1: Okay.
0: You can't. Uh, you can't wear, can't wear
1: camouflage.
0: Uh, well, yeah. The caller, 27 years old, said he was offended on behalf of the military. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, I know that when we go on cruises, you have to be really careful. There's, they say, not to even bring camel with.
0: On cruises. Yeah, because you Cause go you to different wanna countries. You don't want to they... be mistaken for a pirate.
1: No. <laughs> But it's not so much on the ship as it is when you get off oh, the ship yeah. into well, different countries. I can see because that. Because some of them, it's very...
0: Trigger some stuff there. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Guerrilla
1: warfare in the jungles of the different islands that you're going to.
0: Well, this is on the trail in British Columbia. Yeah, I well, can't... I
1: mean, that's, that's weird.
0: Uh, the They requested that an officer find the man and remove his pants. Well, <laughs> that's, that's... The officer said No. We can't do that. <laughs> and Go home and change. Yeah. So then the caller said he would remove the pants oh, himself under the order of the King assault. of England.
1: That'd be assault.
0: This is getting worse. Uh, so, so the Royal uh, Canadian Mounted Police sent somebody out there. Sure. And they looked around, didn't see. Uh, surprise, surprise, didn't see anybody with camouflage pants. Probably he was
1: hiding in camel.
0: And presumably just to warn him about the caller, not the other way around. You sure. know, yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, there's some kook out there that yeah, doesn't want you wearing camel pants. He like might come pants. try to take them off of you. Yeah. <laughs> just be aware. be aware. Don't just get into their car because yeah.
0: it's not going to go well. Just stay there blended into the bushes there. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, one more and we'll get that out of this That is just thing.
1: weird. It is
0: a very weird story. That's why it's the bottom of the column news mm-hmm. story. You wouldn't make a headline out of that.
1: No, but I just can't even... See, is somebody doing that? It's, yeah. it's not like they were wearing impersonating a soldier, an officer. Yeah, no,
0: I, well,
1: okay. yeah, that's
0: people get funny. Uh, people get spend too much time alone and stuff happens, I guess. <laughs> uh, so we've got here, uh, remember they had the big manhunt out on the east coast for an escaped fugitive, uh, Danilo Cavalcante. Cav- Cavalcante okay I remember the search I don't remember the name but there was a big deal he escaped convict I mean
1: I've I've
0: they finally captured him by the way
1: I recall searches for prisoners but I'm not sure if I'm remembering that specific one I think this
0: is the one this is the the recently in September mid-September so uh just a couple weeks ago Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens held a press conference to share the details of the arrest with the media. You know, one of the attenders of this media event, the press conference for the media, mm-hmm. was a podcaster named Michael Rainey. Okay. So now we're lumped in with podcasters because this is a podcast. Yeah, right. and, uh, and So I don't know if I like where this is going here. <laughs> he gets surprised for the most bizarre question posed to the state police lieutenant colonel George Bivens. Oh, no. This is his question. Was there any indication that he, the fugitive, mm-hmm. would team up with another small man to step inside a trench coat, Little Rascal style? You know, like in the cartoons and you see I know what two guys standing about. up with a trench coat. Usually
1: it's a cartoon, not actual yeah. real life.
0: Well, uh, what? On the Twitter, <laughs> well, the Twitter, which is now called X, Right. The Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens. Uh, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. The, uh, the podcaster said, This is um, Rainey, it was his name again. What was his first name? Rainey. Well, okay. Uh, Michael Rainey. He said, No one else would ask those questions that needed to be asked. So oh. that's why he was there. To ask the important questions.
1: That was a very is, important question. Is there
0: is there any thought that maybe he's standing on the shoulder of another man in a tall raincoat, and that's why you can't find him? So the lieutenant colonel <gasps> shot a curt No. Back to Rainey's question before sure. the podcaster was encouraged to hit the exit. <laughs> you're out of here, buddy. Get,
1: you're an idiot. You're a distraction. Yeah. You don't belong here. Yeah.
0: So that's who we're lumping ourselves in with, with podcasters.
1: Awesome, some People crazy ask person.
0: like that. Okay, this is uh, Kwame and Company uh-huh. podcast number twenty six. We're gonna have to redeem ourselves with this interview about literacy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no kidding. All right. Ninety one point five and one hundred two point seven. The word. This is Kwame and Company, and according to uh, the United Nations Education Agency UNESCO, about seven hundred seventy three million adults worldwide. That's like more than twice the population of the U.S. lack basic literacy skills. On the line with us is the GFA World Vice President, Bishop Danny Johanan of of Gospel for Asia. It used to be, but now GFA World. Thank you for joining us, Bishop.
2: Thank you. It's my privilege to be here. Uh, so uh, why
0: are these numbers important for uh, GFA World?
2: You know, as we move into further places uh outside of asia into places like africa um one of the challenges that we've seen is illiteracy or the ability to read and write uh, which most of us you know we learn from childhood we we go to school for that Um, our parents teach us that Um, it's something that we don't realize that there are millions and millions you know over 700 million people in the world that don't have this basic skill, um, they're taken advantage of. They're not able to lead their lives well. They're not able to can have jobs that are better. Uh, it it causes them to not be able to provide for their family. Most of those who are most at risk because of illiteracy is the women and and children, especially g- girls. Uh, this is a very strange connection, but one of the things that GFA world does is we put water projects in and sanitation projects in, and you would kind of on the surface think that, Oh, you know, people just need water. Clean water is a whole nother issue in the world. Most people don't have access to clean water, but in many of these very remote places uh, you, you have women and girls sometimes walking miles each day to go fetch water. Yeah. In the process of that, they can't go to school and they can't get an education, they can't learn to read and write. So the very fact that they have to go fetch water prevents them from going to school, which prevents them from learning to read and write, which keeps their, their family in the cycle of poverty. The only real true way to break the cycle of poverty is really education and reading is a major part of that. And so when we look at opportunities on the mission field, we look at the horizon, we see what are the needs in the villages and the cities and the areas, people greatest in need and a lot of times it is medical but a lot of times it's also uh, simply learning to read and write so within our ministry we've got this huge push to see as many people to learn to read and write also connected to that is so that when they get a copy of god's word they can read it for themselves and hear what god says and be encouraged in their hearts Walleye Dan,
0: The Stack of Stuff, A Morning Prayer, and Swirlmaster 2000, all on Kwame & Company. Podcast number 26 for Kwame & Company. We're uh, a quarter of the way to 100. Mm. I don't know if we'll get to 100. They said we couldn't get to 100. I'm pretty sure they might be right on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. well, uh, this is under the uh, under the general category of medical news from the world of medicine. Okay. Okay. Uh, You know, procrastinating is something that affects all of us. Mm -hmm. Some things you procrastinate. Other things you jump right on it because they're enjoyable to you somehow. But
1: or I jump right on it so I don't forget to do it.
0: Yeah, well, there's that, too. I I procrastinate
1: too long. I just forget about
0: it. Go to the hardest thing first and then everything else is downhill from there. Sure. I don't know. but I have a
1: tangent, but I'll share it later, maybe, if I remember.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> they did a study on procrastination in Sweden. Okay. I, I don't know if the Swedes are, you know, hit with more procrastination than others. Probably. I mean, perhaps. Swedes, they tend to be, maybe tend towards depression and just standing there and staring into space than others.
1: Lacedaical? Uh, well,
0: I don't know. Lexi, I mean, they're... Well, anyway, here's a study. <laughs> okay. Here, here uh, Procrastination can be bad to your health, according to this study of 3,500 students in Sweden. Over nine months, those who habitually delayed important tasks experienced more anxiety, depression, poor sleep, and a pain in the neck, shoulder, and back.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Yep. That ring true to you? Yep. Fortunately, cognitive behavioral therapy, which sounds more difficult than it is that's just like being aware of your habits and making some changes in your life cognitive behavioral therapy either in person or through books and websites can help strategies include we might want to write these down (laughs) (laughs) strategies include learning to break down big goals into smaller ones okay check i got that that's a standard thing Mm -hmm. and managing distractions Hmm. I think Jerry was involved in this study. He I, said, it that, says, one,
1: that one's a little bit more difficult for me. I get distracted easily by many things.
0: They give us an example. Turn off your smartphone until you're finished with your task. Sure. Oh. All right.
1: I do better if I write things down. And so I'm just aware that there's something there. So I saw a video okay. the other day. I'm is going this to, the tangent we were This going is the on? tangent. Okay. So there's a lot of times that when things aren't in front of me, then yeah. I don't remember about them. They just don't exist.
0: Out of sight, out of mind. Yep.
1: So yep. there was a lady and I'm learning more about, you know, ADD and that kind of stuff than I ever knew before, just because I didn't realize I had it a long time ago Oh yeah. until people started going, oh, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like that. I'm like that. And all these checkmark, check to identify. Yeah. All yeah. these boxes are getting checked and I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely me. So
0: well, just checking boxes and making a list seems to be part of the thing, too. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Is it alphabetized?
1: That, that's OCD. Is it okay.
0: color code? Oh, yeah, that's a different list. That's the OCD oh, that's part of it. List. Oh, I okay. got that,
1: too. Yeah. So so, so, so okay. then I'm watching this video of this lady that mm-hmm. said how to... Uh, it was something about her refrigerator because the fruit goes to die in the drawer because if it she can't see it, it yeah. doesn't exist. Right. And I so, like, I'm so right there with her. Yeah. And that's part of ADD. And I'm like, okay, well, that explains a lot. Because uh, I do that all the time.
0: Is that if why I put they make fruit, those drawers transparent?
1: Uh, yeah, but it's still, it's too far down. It's and harder to you see. you don't see it. They get yeah. under stuff. Right. So I know that my left, so she just leaves her drawers empty and she puts fruit on the door and like just. Oh.
0: just laying right out there in the shelves.
1: My left drawer in my the bottom of my fridge yeah. is our taco drawer. I don't ever forget that it's there because it's the taco stuff. And we have tacos at least once a week,
0: lettuce, if not twice. Cheese yeah. Shells. All, all the
1: stuff, you know, the lettuce might go bad between times, but yeah. that's where we put the leftover meat. That's where we put the, you know, the taco half drawer. of onion that's left because i cut off what we need and oh, yeah. put the rest of it in a baggie. Yeah. So all that stuff's in there. I never forget about that. Yeah. I go, I buy grapes. Yeah. They will go bad. Yeah, and it's not that I don't want the grapes. I really want the grapes, but I forget that they're even there, and then I don't eat them. And then by the time I remember, they're wrinkly and disgusting.
0: Nobody wants to eat a wrinkly grape. No, that's a raisin. No, that's a wrinkly prune. <laughs> right. uh, I, uh, yeah, or no, plum, that's right. Plum, plum.
1: Plum is a date. No, plum. Plum is
0: raisins are raisins are grapes.
1: Grapes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh no, yeah. You were uh, right. Prune is a plum. Prune.
1: Yes. Prune. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Not All date. Right. All right. That data comes from, a but the tree.
0: do-it-yourself raisins are nowhere near as good as the regular raisins you buy. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere near.
1: Not that's, even in comparison. That's not, not even close. Not Something you want to start doing yourself. <laughs> no. So I just I I think about the the list and procrastinate. I'm like, yeah. there's a, there's a lot of reasons why I procrastinate, and most of it is because it's not right in front of me. I yeah. don't realize it until yeah. two o'clock in the morning when I wake up and go. Shoot, I didn't do that thing.
0: Shoot. There's ra- there's raisin, there's grapes becoming raisins in my <laughs> in fridge. In the fridge. Yeah. Well, there's that, like, there's that
1: thing that I didn't do in the house, or that oh. thing that I didn't buy, or that oh. that all those things that I've procrastinated because and not on purpose, just not because I didn't want to do them, but because I just forgot about
0: them. Well, you got a lot of things on your list. I do. So that uh, you know, something has to be at the bottom.
1: Well, in sure. this case
0: it's grapes, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Apparently that's the kind of filters down to the bottom of the list. You know, keep the kids alive. Okay, that's up there. You know, go to work four or five times a week, that's up there. Yeah. You know. Four or five times Then you get down week. to you know, number forty.
1: Right, grapes. Eat
0: the grapes. Well it's yes. Slid off the bottom. Yeah, give yourself a little grape, uh, grape, 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 grace.
1: Grape, grape grape
0: grace. grace. Yeah. All
1: right. I'll remember that. All right.
0: <laughs> 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. This is Kwame and Company, and we have a guest in the studio, Jana Shogren of uh, Executive Director of Bridges of Hope. Jenna, thanks for coming out.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, I haven't had you for a while. Is it uh, good to get caught up?
3: Yes, it's good to see you. Well, uh, Bridges
0: of Hope, what's your elevator pitch when somebody uh, has no idea what, what bridges of hope is all about. Yeah. How do you, I mean, you, you do a lot of things, we but do. I, well, how do you, how do you make it into that one minute elevator? Pitch? Yeah.
3: So we weave it all together by saying we build bridges of support anchored in Christ's love between those in need and those who can help. Okay. So of course that's a vast, there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of people in need and a lot of varieties of people and what the needs are. And there are a whole lot of agencies out there who can help yeah. But the fact is, it's really overwhelming. It's confusing um, when you're stressed and you're in the middle of a crisis situation. You just need somebody who can walk alongside you and help you figure out what the plan is. How do I get from this point where life doesn't feel so great to a point where I can thrive and, and do better in life? And so we want to come alongside folks and, and guide them down that path.
0: That's really a, a good chunk of the battle is, is figuring out uh, what help is available and co- actually connecting with, with people that need the help.
3: Absolutely. It's overwhelming. You know, yeah. when, like I said, when you're in crisis, you don't know where to start. So right. we can help people figure out where to start and then what the next steps are.
0: Well, Bridges of Hope has been around a while and and you've established some uh, great connections with the community. If people are just finding out about it for the first time, because I know that that's also the case. It happens. Yeah. Just like Christian Radio. You, Oh, uh, when did your station start? Well, it was 43 years ago. Right. <laughs> <You> know, <Yep. laughs> uh, but where do you send people to to find out more about what Bridges does?
3: Yeah, so, of course, we're Internet-based people, right? Yeah, we all right. have a smartphone in our hands, or most yeah. of us do. So I'd yeah. say go to Bridges of Hope MN, as in Minnesota, bridgesofhopemn.org. And that's a great jumping-off point where you can kind of figure out what is this agency, how might they be able to help me? And at the end of the day, sometimes that's even too much for people. I just say, yeah. call us at 825-7682. Tell us what's going on, and we have skilled folks in our office who can help you.
0: Uh, we're we're going to jump into some stuff that's happening on Sunday, October eighth. But uh, you just, whenever we talk, the mind starts turning, and you you know, it's a snowballing effect when one thing goes wrong in your life. So many times. It's, uh, oh, the car doesn't work. Oh, I can't get to work. Oh, now I can't get my job. Oh, now I can't pay the rent. I mean, it just just rolls downhill pretty quickly. You
3: hit the nail right on the head. You know, sometimes people say, well, what do you actually do at Bridges of Hope? Are you a housing agency? Are you a food agency? Do you work on electric bills? Yes, we do all of it. And like you said, it's not often one thing. It's one thing that snowballs into many things. And so then, and we don't do it alone. We have partners in the community. That's the main thing we do is connect with other partners in the community yeah. to say, how can we come together? How can we come alongside this person or this family to help make life a better for them?
0: Well, we want to come together and support Bridges of Hope on Sunday, October 8th, because you've got multiple things happening at the beautiful Gitche Zeebe Center for the Arts Auditorium in Brainerd on, uh, on the 8th, starting with a neat drama.
3: We do. So we got connected with a group called Zomya Theater Production, and they're a group out of the Twin Cities who've spent the last year workshopping a theater piece that has taken the real stories of people in Minnesota who have been homeless, who have experienced homelessness themselves. So they've taken stories, they've taken poems, they've taken songs. And they've set this all production, kind of set it up as a radio show, kind of modeled after a prairie home companion. So okay. it's called a prairie homeless companion. Uh, I
0: see what they did there. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> and so the the really um, beautiful thing is it's very pure. It's people who have experienced homelessness, it's their stories, and they are the actors in the performance. Oh, the people really? that you are seeing, you know, like they're hopefully in a better place now in their life, but yeah. they've experienced it. So they know firsthand what it's like. And for those of us who say, well, wait a minute. I don't see a tent city. You know, I don't see anyone living in a cardboard box. We don't have a homelessness problem in central Minnesota. I'm yeah. here to tell you we do. Yeah. And these folks are going to help you understand it better. And then we're going to help you understand what we're doing locally about the issue.
0: Okay. So the first is the drama at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Correct. Yes. Uh, a prairie Homeless Companion. And then the next step. 515. Yeah. You're going to raise some money for a response to what uh, we are. We
3: are. So first step, if you want to come to the performance, we have a sliding fee scale, $0, $10, or a $20 ticket, because we want to make this performance accessible to everyone. All right. And if you're someone who says, well, I've got a little bit more than 20 bucks and I want to help (laughs) be a part of the solution. You know, we have our bridge on seventh overnight shelter. We have the first ever um, homeless overnight shelter in Brainerd. And so we're opening for our third season here and we need money. We need funds yeah, to keep yeah. the shelter open, plain and simple. So for for just $55, you know, it's not a super expensive cost. You can see the performance and you can stick around for hors d'oeuvres and beverages. And to hear firsthand from folks who have utilized the shelter, to hear from the Brainerd PD about how it's really helped their work to have our shelter open and you can learn, how can I give? How can I volunteer? How can I be a part of making sure nobody has to sleep outside in our area?
0: So that's immediately after the Prairie Homeless Companion. It is. Still in the Gitchy ZB Center for the Arts. Right there, yep. All right, at 5.15. Meanwhile. Yes. Not to be outdone. with <laughs> just two events. Yes. Another event, the, the uh, Compassion in Our Community Youth event, which uh, gets kicked off with Pizza at Five.
3: It does. So yep. this is a great component. We thought, okay, so we've got something for the adults, right? Yep. But probably the average 12- or 15- or 16-year-old might not want to sit around at a fundraiser that mom and dad are going to. I've heard that. Yeah, so we thought, <laughs> what can we do for the kids? And so we've got some amazing pastors and youth pastors engaged with our group. And they have created this awesome experience that youth groups can sign up for called What It's Like Walk. Okay. The What It's Like Walk. Can you imagine in parentheses? And so they've actually crafted this experience where the youth will sit down, have some pizza, have an adult chaperone with them, get some instructions, and they're going to set out about downtown Brainerd and they're going to do a walkabout and they're going to figure out what it would be like to have to figure out if I need to go to county social services for help, but I also need to make it to the Salvation Army to get some food. Yeah, And I might want to catch a, a shower at the YMCA before I head to the shelter for the night. Um, you know, so I've done my job searching. I've tried getting help looking for a home, but now I need to get a shower and go to the shelter for the night how do I work that all in? What is it yeah. physically like for somebody to have to carry their things with them and navigate our downtown area? And, and they will see what it's like to, to a little bit of what it's like to be homeless in our area.
0: And, and this, it sounds like this is a real life situation that yeah. there are people that live this.
3: There are people that live this in our community every day.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. I think that, uh, you know, the best learning experience, use as many senses as possible. Yes. So you're actually, you're talking about it. you got the play, you've got yep. the artistic, you've got emotions involved. And then you're going to you use your feet and walk out and see what the
3: situation's like. You got it. Wow. Exactly right. Yep. Well, way to
0: go. So this is Sunday, October 8th. It's all on the website, right?
3: Yep. Bridges of Hope, mn.org to get your tickets and learn more.
0: They've been awarded the most talented radio morning crew in America for three years in a row. But we couldn't afford them, so we have (laughs) Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word.
1: Every time that tickles my phone. It gets
0: you every time. Every time. All right.
1: But we couldn't afford them.
0: So this is what you end up with.
1: (laughs) It's like you're stuck (laughs) with us.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still in the news from the world of medicine here and the uh, the concept is dark vegetables you've okay. heard of the dark web this is the dark <laughs> vegetables we should have theme music for the dark uh, so, i think so sort of uh uh the uh, march from the dun, darth vader dun, march dun, yeah
1: dun, 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 dun. here comes one of those purple onions
2: dun, 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 dun.
0: yeah oh cauliflower <laughs> yeah They could be marching in a little animation (laughs) to go with it. That'd be fun. Right. Well, uh, here's what they say from, well, who are these people? It's a new study. (laughs) It's a study from Finland. Oh. So we had a Swedish study. We don't hear from
1: Finnish people very often.
0: No. (laughs) You thought they were finished with the studies in Finland. Yeah. Uh, For an extra boost of good health, said the Finns. Reach for vegetables that are red or purple in color. Radishes, purple potatoes. Are they hard to get, purple potatoes, or are they around? Do you have to...
1: I I don't know if I've ever seen a purple potato. Okay,
0: never mind on them then. Uh, But uh, if you do see one, grab it. Uh, I've seen
1: purple carrots.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Something else that was purple. Purple carrots is listed on the list here. It's the next thing.
0: Red cabbage, uh, eggplants. Purple cauliflower. I think I've seen that. Hmm?
1: I think I might have seen that.
0: Yeah, I have too. And red onions. All these dark vegetables contain, oh man, it's in the scientific word again, anthocyanins. Anthocyanins.
1: Okay. And what are these supposed to do for you?
0: Well, it's it's an antioxidant that helped lower blood pressure, may slow cancer growth. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, these vegetables also reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes by affecting energy metabolism, gut microbiota, the tiny organisms living in your gut that you need. Sure. And inflammation.
1: Okay. So, those are a lot of good benefits from that. Yeah. And you'd think that after I hear all those great benefits and the things that I'd want to eat some of those things. Yeah. I do not.
0: Not so? Well.
1: (laughs) It is not enough to convince me.
0: What you got to do. any of
1: those things are going to be good because the only thing on the list that I will eat
0: are red onions. Yeah, well.
1: I'll eat the red onions.
0: And that would, if you just ate that, that would cause some problems too, probably. (laughs) More relational problems. (laughs) It's a whole other study. Yes. Yeah. But. The Finns don't care about that.
1: No, No. but those are a lot of good, a lot of great benefits and good for you if you like vegetables. Right. And then you can just turn to the dark red ones and purple ones Well, instead. you know what
0: you need to get is one of those vegematics like Lucy had, and I love mm. Lucy. The, the, or a, a juice maker? Juice maker. A juicer? You know, yeah. Juicer. And you yeah. throw all those babies in there. We had one one time that we inherited so. from my in-laws. Okay. And it was actually, it would spin so fast that, that you make soup just by running the thing and it, it spins so fast so it'd heat up and it'd be warm soup mm. by the time you're done with it
1: see pamper chef has a great thing it's like a blender and a heat it cooks the stuff at the same time yeah you stick the stuff in there and it cooks it so yeah. you make your soup all in one thing
0: now we're talking
1: but i'm still i don't know i'm just maybe someday when i don't have 18 piano students and yeah a part-time job cleaning and We're getting back job. to the
0: list here, aren't we?
1: If I don't have those things and a house to finish, yeah, maybe I'd like go. Oh, I'd like to cook more.
0: Let's let's. I'd find like to some do more food prep and find cabbage. some
1: purple and red things and find a way to make them that I'd actually eat them.
0: Okay, the Finns have an alternative then. Okay, okay. <laughs> they say red, reddish, reddish. So it's redish, redish. <laughs> sure. And they they split the word up from one line to two lines so it was kind of hard to read red hit <laughs> red dish it's how they split it up but it's reddish is what i sure. mean reddish fruits like blueberries okay strawberries and blackberries also contain anthocyanins oh good i've well. eaten a
1: ton of blackberries lately they're delicious
0: but not quite as much as the dark vegetables.
1: Um, well, I'll just eat more of them to make up for it.
0: Well, yeah. yeah i eat four times as many blackberries, blackberries.
1: They come in a nice little package. Yeah. I just eat them all. Yeah. And then I don't have to forget about them.
0: There you go. You just eat the whole package. <laughs> yep. You know, the surfing size, when your spoon hits the bottom. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's, that's,
0: <laughs> it's like ice cream. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, and, and, surfing Serving and, uh,
1: size is when I say I'm done. <laughs>
0: Now it doesn't say r- raspberries in here, but I would think they're reddish. They're red. They are red. We need to do more research. <laughs> Call guess. the fins.
1: So blueberries, strawberries. See, I'll, I'll eat blueberries in like smoothies and stuff like that. I'm yeah. not a huge eh, "give me some blueberries and I'll pop them in my mouth" type of thing. But
0: well, they're not quite as sweet as some of those other berries.
1: Well, I just. Don't care for the and they leave the, that skin. Yes, that's it the gets that on your teeth. that is the thing. Yeah, I'm not a fan well, yeah. of the skin. Okay.
0: <laughs> Dark
2: vegetables. <laughs> All right,
0: this is Kwame and Company on the Word. Uh, Bishop Danny Johannan is with us from uh, GFA World, and uh, like you're you're saying, um, you're teaching these literacy classes for for thousands, uh, uh, whether it be Africa or Asia. You've got to have quite an infrastructure in order to get on the ground and into the culture to teach uh, literacy classes?
2: Everything that we've always done has been um, modeled after what you see in the, in the Scripture and in the Book of Acts and in history. It's more of an incarnational style of, of uh, mission, where it's not us from the outside going in and just you know telling people what's wrong with them, but literally being part of their life, living in their community, seeing... Our life connected with them and changing things from the inside out through loving them, um, not just telling them, but walking with them and showing them. And this is, you know, very much like what Christ Christ did. He called the disciples and said, "Come and follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men." Their job was to hang out with Jesus, and his job was to change them. Uh, but the the infrastructure that we have is very very. Uh, basic, it's it's that we have our brothers and sisters who are uh, being sent by God to these places that ha- are still waiting to hear about Christ, and they're living in those very communities. And as they visit the houses and they pray for the sick, and as they provide water and education and all these different things, um, the infrastructure is built. And over these last 40 years, God has made it possible that even when there's a national natural disaster like a flooding or a tsunami or um, earthquakes, we're already there. While the rest of the world is talking about getting resources to those areas, yeah. we're already there. And we stay there even after everyone leaves. And the news cycle, it moves on in two weeks. Um, and so this, is, this has kind of been the way we've always done things. We don't do things um, just half-heartedly. We do it in a very real way. And we want to see people's lives changed and established and be able to thrive. And that's um, what we've always done. And we continue to do. Uh,
0: Bishop Danny Johannan is, is with us from GFA World. And and we're going to take a break, but be back and talk more about literacy and, and why it makes such a huge difference in people's lives. But if people are, are leaving us now, how can they find out more about what you're doing around the world? And maybe uh, how can I come alongside and help GFA World?
2: Well, I think, I think the simplest thing that people can do is go to gfa.org and check out our website, learn how you can be involved, learn how you can pray for different things um, on Facebook and Instagram and other social media platforms. Share about what God is doing through GFA World. All of us are called to be missionaries. All of us are called to fulfill the Great Commission. And this, this is practical examples and ways that our life can be involved and changing people's lives around the world. So I would encourage people, go to gfa.org, check out the website, learn about what we're doing, get involved, pray for us. There's also a free book called Revolution World Missions. Um, I I, I tell you, if you get that book, it will change your life. If you don't want your life to be challenged and changed, then don't get the book. But that book has changed so many people's lives to see what actually it means to live in the light of eternity, live like Christ, seeing the crowds and the hearts move to the church.
0: Bottom of the column news, our panel of experts, and the Swirlmaster 2000, all part of Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. You know, sometimes things are just a matter of perspective. Sometimes you get a, a different just view. Just how you look at it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, here, it, there's a couple of deals here. Matter of perspective. This first one, is probably the most direct hit on that. It's from Sheng Wang. Sheng Wang is a comedian, and I cannot tell from the name if it's a he or a she.
2: It's I don't a Chinese know. name. Sure.
0: S H E N G. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we can tell from the quote. Sure. I'm a positive person. To me, going bald is not about hair loss. Okay, I think it's, it's probably a guy. A guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, to me, going bald is not about hair loss, it's about face gain. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a receding hairline, it's an advancing facial frontier. Sure. It's exciting. One day I'll have a whole head of face. <laughs> And so that's all the perspective.
1: It's all how you look at it. How you look yeah. at it,
0: exactly. Here's another one from a different comedian named Dave. We can tell which direction he's Dave. going here. Dave, yeah. Dave Koenig. No one in the history of Eng- the English language has ever said anything respectful following this phrase. With all due respect. respect.
1: Mm-hmm. Always something rude that they're about to say.
0: Yeah, with all due respect, then you clobber I, them.
1: I'm about to offend you and just be... Right. A giant royal pain.
0: Yeah, that's Dave's opinion too. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. One more. This is it, this is it. This uh, this comes from Brenda Pip. Nice. Of Northport, Florida. <laughs> Northport. I'm guessing there's a Southport too. Probably somewhere. Maybe uh, a it'd central. It'd be weird port. if
1: you named something North and then there wasn't a South.
0: I, there could be just a port. Port
1: maybe. It's kind of like Journey. There's Journey and then there's Journey North, Journey which north. is actually further south than. Regular journey, but... Really? Uh-huh. I never
0: thought of that. Oh. It's weird. Now it's going to bug me every time I drive by there. Okay. <laughs> well, what do we do? Oh, yeah, Brenda Pip. Brenda has a little story. Okay. Once there was a man named Odd. You heard this one?
1: I don't know. <laughs> just, when a story sounds <laughs> like that, I'm
0: just... All his life, he was teased and mocked because of his strange name. Mm-hmm. It got so bad that on his deathbed, he insisted that his headstone be blank, lest he live with that name for all eternity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he got his wish. The day of his funeral, the grave diver- digger arrived looking for the correct plot. When he spotted the blank headstone, he scratched his head and thought, That's odd. <laughs> It's all dependent oh, on perspective Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is Kwame & Company podcast number 26. 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. This is Kwame and & Company, and it's our privilege to have Bishop Danny Johanan of GFA World with us, the, the vice president of GFA World, and we've been talking about literacy. September, uh, the National uh, uh, or World, I guess it is, World Literacy Day is is within the month of September, and that's how we got started talking about this. Uh, Bishop Danny, thank you for joining us here in Minnesota.
2: It's my privilege. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, you guys, in a typical year, you've got thousands of community development projects going on and uh, medical camps and clean water drills, uh, wells drilled, and water filters put out there, and, uh, Christmas gifts for for needy families. Um, how did you come to the realization that literacy should be a major outreach for GFA world?
2: You know, a lot of things are, are connected. Mm-hmm. So you have, for example, disease that's connected to uh, the water sources that are nearby the ponds that are contaminated because people are washing their dishes and they're taking baths in it and their animals are being cleaned in it. And, it's not that these people are dumb. It's just the lack of education. They just don't know. And so when we begin to teach classes on hygiene and sanitation, you know, have have the the bathrooms far away from the water sources and don't contaminate the water. Um, it keeps your kids healthy. It's simply a lack of, of education. Then you know, we have, you know, thousands and thousands of women teams that actually go to many of these very remote places to teach preventative preventative uh, medical information, you know, um, how to wash your hands, how to wash your dishes. Again, these people are not dumb. They just they just didn't have the privilege to hear some of the same basic information that we get to teach our kids. And So along with that, seeing that so many people um, are not able to read and write, whether it's the newspaper or uh, the Bible or uh, a street sign, um, prevents them from rising above their own situation and these are very intelligent hardworking people they just never had the privilege of having someone to teach them to read and write and so we always look for what are the needs what are the opportunities to serve and this is seems to be one of the biggest ones Is yeah. just the lack of having the chance and it does change people's lives but again it opens a door for us to be able to share about the love of christ when we meet that need
0: and that's in we can uh, package that one up and send it off to the Museum of Broadcasting. Sure. Put in there. That's what they want. The podcast wing. <laughs> Museum of Broadcasting. Oh, here comes another one from Kwame and Company.
1: You know, we were talking that they played that little promo the top morning show team yeah. three years running. We blah, couldn't blah blah get blah them, blah blah. Yeah. Could get them, they're too expensive. So I think about that, because I've I've seen people that go to these radio things awards and they uh, win awards and yeah. stuff like that i think they're not that great yeah what, what makes them are... any better but you know what they are self-promoters oh, that's what makes promoters. them better. Oh. they are self-promoters okay. they're just better at promoting themselves yeah
0: we never do that No. no we talk ourselves down most of the time
1: <laughs> so <laughs> that probably doesn't help our cause yeah
0: they said if... we couldn't do it <laughs> and they were right right <laughs> Well, that's podcast number twenty-seven. Uh, next Twenty-six. Time, Twenty-six. That's right. Mm-hmm. Next time is twenty-seven, 27. Uh-huh. and we're going to talk about longevity. Okay. About the the CBMC breakfast, uh, the the uh, leaders' uh, prayer, prayer breakfast, breakfast in St. Cloud.
1: Okay.
0: We'll talk about uh, a limp, Doctor oh. Tony Evans, and oh, okay, how you get a limp? Okay. <laughs> Basically, he's saying the things that give you a limp. Sure. They're the things that make the most difference in your life Hmm. the difficulties okay uh what else uh that's about it I guess but that's next time we'll see we might pile some more stuff in there if we find it all right all right
1: find some fun stuff